Picture this. It's blazing hot outside and you need to head to work. You get into your car and turn on the AC to get cold air pumping as soon as possible, but it doesn't work. Instead, blowing hot air out of your vents and directly into your face. No, your car doesn't hate you. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the air conditioning system, and there's an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. There's no need to go to the shop and pay lots of money when you can save time and money recharging yourself with AC Pro Recharge Kits. AC Pro Recharge Kits make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience. And the AC Pro app offers clear, vehicle-specific instructions to help you get the job done in less than 10 minutes. So pick up an AC Pro Recharge Kit at any store selling auto products and confidently restore your car's cold air yourself today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with an eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Are your money back? Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The following is a production of Dirty Mo Media. Back to uh, Speed Street. That's a great podcast. Uh, the Speed Street podcast uh, presented by Dirty, Bo- Dirty Mo Media. Excuse me. Um, fantastic week to be alive. Uh, fantastic day to be taking in oxygen on this planet. Um, I, 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 a Super Bowl happened. Uh, more people in the history of the world watched this, this Super Bowl than any other event in the history of the world. Uh, we've got lots of exciting IndyCar news. Uh, we've got a driver who fell on a mountain bike, friend of the show, David Malukas. Uh, we will get to that. Uh, that is, uh, that is breaking news as of like the last day and, and, and last night. Um, I have been text many times as my substitute role tends to be. Um, but, uh, but we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Um, lots, lots to talk about. Tony. Chase, how we doing today? You doing all right? Yeah, we're doing great. Feeling good. Um, episode two. We are. We're feeling good. Uh, you know it. You know it, crazy IndyCar news coming up. Uh, I'm wearing my Daytona tie dye for Daytona week. Uh, celebratory week to celebratory tie dye. Um, I agree. I've got that on. It's always good to wear some tie dye. You get a lot of weird looks uh, at times. You know, you might be a little more free than other people, but that's that's just what we do. That's who we are. You know. I wanted to kick it off, I guess, with the Super Bowl. Um, you know, I think that for next year, if the Chiefs go back, that if Taylor doesn't perform, uh, you know, it, that might might be a problem, might be an issue. But they, you got to give it to Roger Goodell in the NFL. They they use Taylor really well. Uh, you know, she would did fifty four seconds worth. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. Ice Spice was there. Uh, apparently, they're great friends. 
Uh, no Shaq, idea who Ice Spice is, by the way. Not a clue. That's okay. That's okay. There will be some. <laughs> there will be some listeners that do. Uh, yep. I, I do want to say that uh, Shaq was very excited to meet Taylor Swift. Uh, Shaq was there. He met Taylor Swift? Yes. Shaq got to, he said, if I could just get to shake the hand of greatness before I leave, I will be the happiest man alive. He was talking about Taylor Swift. Uh, wow. So that happened. Strong. Jeff Gordon met Post Malone. Uh, very, Is that right? Yes, that was a very wow. cool, uh, very cool. Clint photo. Boyer was there too. Him and Boyer were together. Boyer was in, you there know, you his uh, his Chiefs his chief suit. He was a uh, suit chief. Uh, yep. <laughs> so he was there, and then yeah, it was just an elevator pick with Post Malone. Very incredible. Uh, so a lot of uh, so, you know, so that was at least some drivers. Some driver news at the Super Bowl, getting to meet Post Malone. Maybe Post Malone will be at a race. Maybe we can get him. He will be at a He's race. He's going to be at the Iowa IndyCar race. Ivy. He's going to be at the Iowa IndyCar race. There, there you we go. go. Race fan. Going to be there. Um, so, yeah, he's a race fan now. Uh, also, I'm trying to think, um, uh, what what else happened? What else happened? Uh, trading cards. Trading cards. We're going to talk about trading cards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's lots going on. Uh-huh. I want to go to the Super Bowl, though, real quick. I have, I had something happen. I was in uh, L.A. with my lady over the weekend uh, doing, like, a little pre-Valentine's Day uh, activities. Oh. Um, and uh, and we went over to watch Super Bowl, one of her friend's houses. And I assume everyone in the in, – one in three Americans were watching the Super Bowl. Like, like, one in three. So, I assume everyone at that time in the afternoon were not – we're not working. We're we're, uh, we're 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 watching the Super Bowl, eating shit. Um, and so we're we're sitting down to watch the game, and uh, all of a sudden, like there's a like some guy working a miter saw outside, or it sounded like he was working like a high powered saw, like cutting something and like doing work. I was like, the Super Bowl is kicking off, like, and this guy's out hacking away at at something with a saw. And I, and I I just said at, at that point I mean first of all I feel like it's a just a holiday in general so why are we working I don't know but now it is ignorant of me to think that hey every single person is watching football I know that they're not but 120 million people were but I had we found the guy who was out deciding he wanted to use a miter saw outside in a very loud fashion at the kickoff of the Super Bowl. Wild experience there. I, I almost like I assume you go to jail, right? Like if that happened, like if the police were there and he was found to be operating a saw, a very loud, uh, interrupting the game for 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 120 million Americans. I assume that's jail, right? He goes to jail. Yeah, I mean it's definitely uh, it's definitely an offense. I will say that. Like I'm not sure if it's illegal. There would be maybe like illegal. a low key felony. Right, right. Yeah, maybe you could throw like a can of soup at him. Um, you know. Okay. Then you would go to jail possibly. A, but... a tar and feathering, a tar and feathering of sorts. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, like <laughs> get, get some rocks or whatever. Maybe he just hated Taylor Swift. Maybe he was one of maybe. those. Maybe. Maybe he boycotted the Super Bowl. You know, the the two out of one. <laughs> he was the one guy. <laughs> the one guy boycotting the Super Bowl. He was he was in that club. You know, you said the one out of three. He was the, he was the two. I would probably say only two. I caught I caught like half of it. I'm not gonna lie. The halftime show. Uh, I didn't even get to watch the halftime show, so I was on my oh, way man. back. Yeah, I was on my way back. Uh, I didn't get to really pay attention to many commercials. Uh, now that they're on YouTube, it's like it's lost its luster. You know, there you I mean? go. <laughs> it's like it's lost its luster. You watch the Super Bowl for commercial. Like that was a that was a family that was a family time. That was like th- there's like Thanksgiving, yep. Christmas, Super Bowl. You know, you, yeah. you get together 
And you watch that for the commercials. You watch it for the game, for the action. I know Doritos, of- Mountain Dew. What are they going to do? Right. Like, like, how are the, how are they going to feed someone a Dorito in yeah. this, this new commercial? Every I product agree. from the movie Wayne's World in that one scene yep. where they were they were really mad about sponsors. You know, that's that's the kind of vibes that we were going for. But yeah, like the internet kind of like stumped on the it commercials a bit. bombed. By the way, not not great commercials this year. Did you I- hear about the feet commercial? Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. What the, happened? Uh, the it's Ty Gibbs sponsor. The, the, oh, yeah, he gets us. Yeah, that's oh, Ty Gibbs sponsor. Yeah. All right. Yep. So Jesus feet. Got you. Yep. All right. Jesus in the feet, washing some feet. Yep. That was a commercial. That was a, that was an, that that threw a that threw an interesting vibe in there. But uh, you know, good for good for that. Yeah. Based off of the the Dunkin' Donuts post. ones. Uh-huh. Dunkin' Donuts one was a good one. I will I will give him that. <laughs> the Dun Kings or whatever the Dunk Dunkin' Donuts no one. Tom Brady. Uh, you had J Lo, right? You had uh, Ben Affleck. Yeah, I mean, I think it was Ben Affleck, that's right? That's Benny Affleck. Yeah, that was that's uh, that was a pretty cool. I, I enjoyed that commercial. I did. It seemed like they paid a lot of money for that commercial, considering how many people were in that. Was there that, a, that lot was a, co- a lot of a lot of QR codes this year? No QR codes. I didn't see a single one. It's was I wrong? Smart. Did I didn't see one? I don't. Huh. I don't know. I, I I just know that the QR codes thing was a, kind of like a big deal. I'm glad that they uh glad that they they realized that it's kind of like putting QR codes on hoods of race cars. Very hard. That to works. Get it that did. did work apparently. You but you missed the race because you're at the screen. Yeah. Constantly <laughs> Well, there's a QR code even on the Pacers team jersey right now too, and I I actually have tried to scan it during the game on my television as I sit as I sit here. I couldn't do it, so I, I don't know. It's interesting. If maybe they're getting the data they need, maybe they, yeah. maybe they're getting it, and I respect it because if I see a QR code, I'm curious on what's on the other side. You Bobby, I mean? can we get QR codes for for this yeah. show? No, we do have one. I have them on the sticker. We have a Speed Street sticker with a QR code. It was on my Nitro Cross car. It'll be on pretty much anything. I, I'm I'm going to try to get it on the Indy 500 car. We'll see. Give I, us I don't your know. data. It depends on how much sponsorship we sell. Scan now. But that would be neat. Yeah, it would. That would be neat. No, anyway, I, Chiefs, I love it. Chiefs are winners. Uh, how do you bet against Patrick Mahomes? I, I I placed a bet uh, in May of last year on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. In May of last year, smart. Uh, I, I I had I had communicated, and I have I have a DM with Travis Kelsey, and I and I, I said, man, congrats on this one. Like, I I can't wait to see what happens next year. He's like, we're not gonna. St- I, I'll, I'll read. We're doing readings on this podcast lately. We we read the note Marty from Smith last uh, Marty Smith Travis last year. Kelsey today. Let's, let's read a Travis Kelsey. Let's read a Travis Kelsey DM that made me want to bet on the Chiefs uh, because I, I just I don't understand how you can go away from this uh, you know this type of energy. Um, yes, sir. Let's do it. I'm in no doubt for a back to back. And I was like, well, all right. And then he said, we're whooping ass all year. Excuse my language, but that's direct from Travis Kelsey's uh, mouth. I respect the heck out of what he's got going on. Uh, That's how you bet on the Chiefs right there. So Travis Kelsey, friend of the show-ish. Friend of the show-ish. Pre-Taylor Travis Um, Kelsey too, right? Yeah, this is like probably he was was maybe, you know – in the in the entry phase, he right. he was at the uh, entry point of the court. He's at the break zone. Shake it he off was in the was break the zone of the relationship. While he was while he was yeah. messaging you, he was yeah, hearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, I love it. Feel, feel feel good about the Chiefs. Great game though. Solid game. Uh, incredible one. Uh, very very much enjoyed watching that. 
Um, and, and, and you know what's funny about the Super Bowl, though? It's like right afterwards, it's like there's nothing else going on. It's racing season. Like, like we're finally here. I mean, it's it's Daytona week, like you said. Yeah. Last year, I was getting ready to try to qualify for the Daytona 500. That's the craziest That's thing I ever look time. back on now. Um, and 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 yeah, we're we're finally here. So uh, plenty to talk about, as you said. Uh, I, I want to start though with with a lot of kind of like breaking IndyCar news. I'm sure people were have been following this. If you're IndyCar fans, this is this is an IndyCar show. Correct. We are big IndyCar fans here. Uh, me, part time participant. Um. I do have IndyCar trophies technically over my shoulder. Look so, at them. You know, claim claim it. Hang the banner. Um, David Malukas. Yeah. Out doing a little mountain biking. And uh, we've seen this before with Renus VK. Renus VK uh, had quite an injury, broke his collarbone uh, riding his bicycle um, when I was teammates with him. And... You hate to see that. Honestly, I, I this is this is just it it's like we drivers, like we're gonna live our lives, right? Like we saw Chase Elliott break his freaking legs snowboarding. I mean yeah. we, we we can't like I understand and everyone's gonna be like, Well, that's silly. Why would you do that? It's like, well, because we're real people. Like yeah. like and David training really hard for his his season with McLaren. It, it take sometimes training for these events is dangerous, it's hard, because driving an Indy car is dangerous and very hard. So like sometimes, like mountain biking, great workout. Probably a great training session for David Malukas. But sadly, something, you know, something went wrong there. You hate to see it for him. I, I like David a lot. I think he's got a bright future in our sport. I think he's done a ton in the sport already. Um, and you know what? We've got enough time to where I, I personally think he'll be fine. I, 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 it, it depends on the break of the hand. You know, he's having surgery today, I believe, or tomorrow. Um, but, uh, you know, this kind of, I didn't really think about it at first, but I got some texts late last night from, from like, from journalists thinking like, hey, have you talked to McLaren? And I was like, uh. well, no. I, I actually, I, I mean, I didn't really think about it yet because I thought there was so much time before the beginning of the season. But, but it's, you know the season's less. You know it's it's March 9th, and we're we're already. You know this episode's coming out on Valentine's Day, February fourteenth. Yeah, happy you know, that's Valentine's only a couple Day. weeks, really. So, you know, so 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 there is. You know, if you're if you're having surgery, you assume that you know that's going to take a little bit of time to heal. Uh, a street course, very bumpy, difficult place. Um, I'm sure McLaren will be will have an option ready, right? Like. I, I did my job. I, I, I text Zach Brown, text Tony Canon, those guys. I, I, you know what? Hey, that's that's what I got to do. Right now, I'm in the position where we're like, hey, you know what? If you need someone, I'll be around. I'm not going to be like, hey, uh, boy, I'd really love to drive your racing car. That'd be amazing because, like, they know that if they use me, it's because they have to. It's it's a situation. Like, I've subbed for them before. You know, when, when I subbed for them in 2019 with, with when Marcus Erickson had to go to a Formula One race, you know, we qualified the car in the top 10. So I feel like they've already got, you know, road course experience with me. I know a lot of those people on the team. Uh, Brian Barnhart's over there as well, who's a great friend of mine uh, who, who ran my car when I was at Harding Racing. Um, so, yeah, but obviously McLaren, very high-level organization. I could see them, if you want to name potential candidates, I think Callum Ilott's top of the list. I think Callum Ilott's going to be their guy that if they really – uh, you know, if he doesn't have any conflicts with, with WEC or whatever it is, I think Callum's probably the guy. I, I, I can easily say that. 
Um, but other than that, it's got to be me. I don't, I don't see anyone else that would be ready to just jump in and have the knowledge, have the experience. And if Tony Kanaan's there, he's he's helping in their, you know, their their organization. I I fought with Tony Kanaan for the lead of the St. Pete Grand Prix for almost an entire race my rookie year. So he knows I can get it done there. Um, he's seen it. Uh, but we'll see. You know what I mean? I hope David's fine. Then we don't have to have that conversation. We can just go into it, and David could have a great weekend. Uh, you know, debuting for you know his his McLaren situation. But uh, wild news. I mean, yeah. wild news upon the uh, on the precipice. Of I, the season, as they say, a precipice. The precipice. It is a great word, by the way. Is that the word of the show, by the way? Precip- word of the show, precipice, yeah. Precipice. This is uh, this is the gas station definition on Speed Street. <laughs> yep. um, I, I just want to say this. I do feel a little rough now. Uh, you know, I was a little hard on, on David Malukas uh, at, uh, at Worldwide Technology Raceway last year. I challenged him to a dance-off. I called him scared. Um, oh, so. Tough. Now, you know, I know he's definitely not going to be able to challenge me to a dance-off anytime soon, probably, but I will say that... Uh, oh, he's going to yeah. have one of those, like, mittens on. He's going to have, like, a mitten dance. He's going to have, like, a, like a hand mitten t- type like thing. Like a hand mitten dance? Yeah, just give him a good rap. Yeah. Give him a good rap on yeah. that. Like, look, in all seriousness, I mean, like, the, the thing that made me laugh the most when you were talking about, it's like, they don't, people don't expect race car drivers to do anything, like, to live their life. It's like, why would he do that? It's like, you literally get inside of a car and go like almost 200 miles an hour like for your job like you're gonna do like really like extreme fun stuff yeah probably in your life that's something inside of you that's something that that lives in you so you have to be able to understand that even though that yeah that's what they do on the weekend that doesn't just go away like you're not gonna go join a quilting club you're going yeah. to probably go <laughs> and snowboard True. you might want to go skateboard maybe you want to go yeah. on the half pipe and you know and try to do a, a 900 like tony hawk did one time i just don't exactly I, I don't understand people that question that i know that it's frustrating and it can get mad yeah. when your driver isn't ready to go and and i mean yeah for david this does this is tough this is his first year with this new team so it's like man you've got to just you know take a deep breath and say hey glad it happened now and not exactly there it's gonna be okay for something david's hand might be built stronger now like they put metal in there put plates in there i've seen joseph newgarden race with a giant plate in his arm and he won a race so right. like it's your forearms you know, i've seen good. it y'all know forearms are good yep you know? yep so. so yeah the 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 world uh the world knitting championships uh, is is not on our list like the 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 quilting leagues quilting the, the knitting championships my fingers um, hurt yeah, that's so. That, you know, I I agree. You know, we we like to challenge ourselves. Like yeah. uh, we're athletes. That's what we do. Um, you know, we're competitors. That's what we do. Uh, obviously, you have to respect you know the process and 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 the position that you're in. But uh, but yeah, anything can happen. I mean, shoot, you could be driving to you could be driving to Seven Eleven. Shout out Tony Kanan back in the day. You know, you could be driving to a Seven Eleven. Car, little car accident. Oh no, bro, I broke my wrist. That's not your fault. Like, you know, that could be like anything can happen at any point. You know, it, it's a low percentage of, of happening, but we live life in a world that you know anything could happen. So, uh, hate to see it for David, uh, but I, you know what, I, I, I think he'll be fine. And and he is a young person. That he's like twenty two. Is very young. He, they're gonna fix him right up. They're gonna put some screws in there or whatever they need. I don't know. I don't. I obviously haven't seen the X-ray. I don't know what's going on in there. Yeah. I'm not a doctor. Clearly, your doctor's I just have di- I just have diabetes, which doesn't make me a doctor. But uh, I, I I I think he'll be fine, and 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 I'm sure. So, but uh, I've done my job. You know, I, I've communicated with you know with the folks over there just to say, hey, you know what? 
here to help. I, I, I've, I've, and the best part is, is I've, I've, I've subbed in that organization before, and, yeah. and they know that you know we got in, did our job, we got wrecked within 600 feet of the start, um, which really sucked because boy, Hinch and I were going to have a great day that day. We had such a fast car, such a fast McLaren. Wow. Um, but uh, but yeah. Anyway, uh, a team Chevy as well, Chevy family. I'm obviously a part of a Chevy team for the Indianapolis 500. So uh, so yeah. So we'll see. Um, I, I I I think that'll be something that we all follow. Uh, Dale Coin Racing still doesn't have any drivers, so that's also something to follow. Um, you know, there there's going to be a lot of things popping out here uh, in the next couple weeks uh, as we lead up to St. Pete. I I I I would love to know when people think Dale Coin is going to announce his drivers. Maybe it's the week of. Maybe it's the day before practice. It's TBA on the entry list, and we get there, and it's a surprise. Who knows? I I I, I think it could be very interesting uh, in the Dale Coin Racing Camp Big come March 9th builder. weekend. He's much more, he's he, he, Dale suspense. loves suspense. Dale's the king of suspense, potentially. Fan of cinema. I would say the actual king of suspense is Dale Coin. All right. Well, now we know we know what to be looking for. I'm going to add that to uh, I'm going to add that to my uh, my viewing schedule every day. There you go. Here we go. Add it into the Twitter sphere. It's on the calendar. I love it. Yeah. So they, there's that, and then also to I, I was trying to look up. So uh, we might we might just want to do this. Uh, we might just want to do this now. Uh, I'm looking at uh, I, I've got the the little AI tool here pulled up. Uh-oh. We're, we're, we're looking for some, uh, we're, we're seeing what the AI is going to tell us about some recent news that, that has happened in IndyCar. So uh, here's the robot telling us what's going on. So okay. uh, Will Power's encouragement, uh, Will Power is encouraged by the progress of hybrid testing. Uh, he was Great. one of the drivers who tested the new technology. Um, uh, let's see, here we go. That This is old news. Um, let, let's see. Yeah, a lot of a lot of older news. So we got to get the AI fixed. But but willpower wanted that little bit of willpower news there from from our good friend computer AI boy. He wanted to let us technically know. the AI is correct. Yeah, they they did do some hybrid testing. Um, I think I got a, I got word in a group text uh, that that the 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 pace gap. Uh, you know they 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 had had thought that the the hybrids were going to be quite a lot slower. Um, because of the weight uh, and, and, and deploying the hybrid power has, has, has definitely improved. Um, and, and Alex Rossi has said that it, it was quite a, nice, uh, quite a nice improvement. So I think nice. great work from the, from the, from the, from the engine manufacturers, from, from Chevrolet and Honda, uh, great people at both of those organizations just working their butts off. Um, I do believe that this, the, the, hy- the outlook on the hybrid program is is looking much more positive now, uh, and, and I, I see that coming probably right after the 500. I, I see us obviously going through Indy uh, without the hybrids, but I could see it coming real quick right after the 500, um, and, uh, and 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 we'll go from there. So uh, I, I don't know if that is obviously that's just complete speculation, but uh, I know that they want to aim for after Indy, um, and and good for the you know good for the for the teams for for working on that and 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 getting closer to. Uh, to having it as a raceable and competitive, uh, you know, situation. So, so yeah. The, the, yep. uh, thanks to the AI for getting us. There, Thank you, AI, for getting the hybrids. You <laughs> also, you also mentioned Alex. You also mentioned old Alex Rossi. Uh, it, it looks like, uh, let's see here. Uh, Alexander Rossi will drive uh, the Chevrolet-powered Aero McLaren car in the upcoming uh, season. 
Uh, fans can look forward to a new uh, livery on the track. So there's a new livery. Go. So that's the new thing to a new 2020 livery. Livery, livery. livery. You got it. It's I all like right. We're taking, you, we're taking you from NASCAR world. I'm a big paint scheme guy. You know, uh, me and old Kenneth Wallace. Kenneth Wallace yep. has been talking a lot about that lately, about li- uh, liveries, livery liveries. So we're learning. <laughs> we're getting our education. That's all right. Yes. Yeah, all the uh, all the McLaren paint schemes are now out, uh, which is cool. I think I think they all actually look really good. I, I um, they obviously Alex uh, came on our show to uh, to uh, announce that they were going to launch them all kind of consecutively, uh, which is good. The cars look great. Um, but uh, yeah, to move into more IndyCar news before we uh, before we get to uh, also, I, I should have said this at the beginning. And this is a quick interlude. Chad Reed is on our show today. Uh, Chad Reed, legendary uh, supercross racer, motocross racer, uh, so many wins in his life, uh, so many consecutive main events made. Uh, great interview. So please uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, we want to talk a little bit about the Daytona 500. Um, but IndyCar, this is an IndyCar show. We have trading cards. Yeah. We have trading cards. This is a great thing. Uh, this is a fantastic news. Um, I know you and I, Chase, are our trading card people uh, in the Pokemon world. We love our Pokemon cards. Um, but, uh, but yes, the IndyCar trading cards are now out. They, they posted a whole list of, uh, of the sets. So if you're into the trading card game, which I know a lot of people are right now, uh, check them out. What do you, have, have, you, have, you, have, you, have you read through the list, Chase? Have you seen it? Yeah, so I'm actually, I've got a browser tab open right now. I did see when the, the post came open. So uh, the post came out last Parkside, week. Parkside, by the way, Parkside Collectibles is, is the company that makes them. Parkside, we got to give them a shout out. Correct, Parkside. We're just glad that Parkside w- exists because now these exist. That's what we're yes. excited about mostly. Uh, you can pre-order them right now uh, on IndyCar.com, which is good. I think they're supposed to be coming out March the 14th. So after... Yes. After uh, St. Pete, you'll be able to uh, to to maybe you're maybe you're going to St. Pete. Maybe you'll come home like you know a week later. Maybe you'll stay there for a week. You'll come home in the mail. Bam, there you go. Some beautiful yep. IndyCar trading cards. But I'm looking at them right now. Uh, there's nice some cool ones. Layout. It's basically also you can read through some of them here. But there's it's basically anyone who participated in a race last year, I believe. And there's a couple there's a couple special moment cards. I, I, I had to sign like. A bunch of them. I think we signed like 500 of them or something. But there's like there's like a one of one. There's like a numbered to 20. There's a numbered to 49. So which one's yours? A lot of signatures. Uh, I, I here's the pen I even used to sign it right here. Authenticity. I got a little blue marker that I that I signed it with. I kept it because it's a nice fine tip sharpie pen. Well, those are the um, best. And there's a couple special messages for those who are listening in. I signed and I have pictures of these when I signed them. There is a couple hidden messages. There's there's one uh, that actually I don't know if I want to tell anyone yet. There's a couple that are really funny. There's one that is uh, the card that is numbered sixty. I put I signed it Connor Daly MSR number sixty edition because I obviously drove the MSR number sixty car. So if you get that, that's a one of one. That's very unique. Oh, uh, and then there's a couple others that I'm just gonna wait for people to find, and hopefully people aren't they don't just throw them out because there's a couple in there that are very funny. There's yeah, a, there's, you- there's one in particular that I think is gonna be great. So see so. now you got me wheeling because now I'm gonna go like so everybody should. If you get it, that would be hilarious. I would love to. I'm I'm definitely gonna get mine. 
uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to get them all graded. I'm going to go straight there to you the grader. Should, there you go. We're going to get them graded. We're, we're hoping for that PSA 10. We want to get that PSA 10 all the way in. Yep. Uh, you know, I'm trying to get the rare Charizard IndyCar. Uh, IndyCar card. <laughs> I actually, uh, so after they announced this, like, obviously you got my wheels spinning. I put a post out last week. I was like, I was like, you know, what, what would these cards look like if they were Pokemon cards though? And I saw that. <laughs> so I posted those. They had some very interesting names, uh, because you know, the AI oh, yeah. is terrible with making words and text real. Uh, it's also so. terrible with racing news, but that's, uh, but that's Correct. fine. We're going to get it. We're going to get we're, it there. We're working on it. You know, we're working <laughs> yeah. on it. We're, we're going to get there at some point, but no, I thought it was, uh, they, they had a couple of cards that it, there was like one of them that was just like this most ridiculous name ever. It wasn't even a name, not even a real name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, it looked, it looked neat. So really cool to, uh, to, to, to explore your imagination with the ideas yeah. there. I will say that we've got IndyCar cards, so we're 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 pumped about that. Please go check them out. Honestly, I, I think it's I've heard that we've sold a lot already, which is great. There's a lot of it for collectors. It's a it's a really cool thing for fans to bring to the track as well for us to sign. Also, is is really cool. Heck yeah. Um. So Parkside, shout so out. That's great. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I, I want to get a little bit to what's coming up this week. It's a big week. Um, Daytona 500. Uh, last year... Uh, our our most listened to episode last year was post Daytona 500, probably oh. because of the absolute insanity that I went through uh, making that race. I was so um, happy when you made that race. I remember <laughs> that. I remember finding you at Daytona. Oh my gosh! For that, yeah. I mean, just just one of the craziest. You know, looking back on it now is um, is 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 astounding. Uh, I, I I consider that race to be, you know, a very very special event. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know if I'll ever get to do the Daytona 500 again. Like I, I really don't, you know, if, you know, the, the only reason we even got to do it last year was obviously, you know, we, we had the funding and there were, there was a team that got together with the funding people. And, and, and when, you know, when there's money behind something, you know, anything is possible. So, uh, but I don't have that access just to be like, Hey, I'm going to go to RFK and be like, I, you know, I'd like RFK racing. Hey, I'd like to, uh, or I'd like to drive your number 60 car. You know what I mean? Because, like, I, you know, th that would take a lot for them to do. Uh, and we did it at a, you know, very reduced uh, budget, uh, clearly. Um, but, uh, but you know, I, I just, I'd, I would love, I would do anything for another chance at, at that event, uh, maybe with a little bit more preparation, a little bit different uh, situation. Call um, Brad. Call Brad. I, I, I mean, I drove for, I drove for Roush in the Xfinity Series once, so... Uh, you know, me and Jack, we're boys, hopefully. Well, tell me you need a Brad um, K payday. That would be fun. Uh -huh. um, but, uh, but yeah, but, but, but at least getting a, get, getting the experience of taking it all in. Uh, I've still never done a qualifying run at Daytona, um, but getting to do the duels, getting to be a part of that evening, uh, making the race, uh, you know, totally lucky. Obviously I didn't do it on pace at all. I did it, you know, purely out of others' misfortunes. Um, but you still make the race. You still have to be out there, still have to fight through it. Um, and, uh, and take advantage of the situation. And, and we did, 
Uh, and, 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 uh, and yeah, so, so looking at it now, we have a great week ahead. I, I, there's going to be some people who don't make the race, which is, you know, again, fascinating. Uh, you know, and, and there's no, like, there's no entries like mine, um, that are like, ah, yeah, they're probably definitely not going to make it. Like, there's a lot of really good teams that are, that are fielding cars. You know, you, you've got David Reagan in that project 60 car. You've got, uh, you know, a couple other young drivers that are that are really really good. Um, you know, Zane Smith is going to be making his debut in the in the Cup Series, which is really cool. Carson Hosevar making his debut in the well, not his debut, but making making his uh, full Fire. rookie season. Fire Zane Smith as well has driven in the Cup Series before, but like he's locked in now. You know what I mean? This is this is their like we're we're focusing on the season ahead. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting. You know, I saw the NY racing hauler. That the NY racing thing, I don't really know much about. They said, like, I saw a video of their hauler last night, and it said Greg Biffle was going to be the driver. But then Greg what? Biffle pointed out he was not going to be the driver. That seems like more of a my type situation. Like, I'd be, I wouldn't be surprised if they called me for some reason in the next two days. NY um, racing, yeah, yeah, yeah I, they, okay. They're yeah. on the entry list. They're on the entry list as a TBA. Um, that definitely seems like my type of situation. It seems. <laughs> In my life, um, you want to be here. Got to find a guy. Yep, <laughs> yep. Uh, but sadly, I'm poor, so I, I I probably wouldn't have the funding to be a part of anything. But um, not. Nah. But yeah, very excited for Daytona. And again, this is uh, you know we obviously have the Dale Junior download and a lot of NASCAR podcasts under this uh, Dirty Mo umbrella. But uh, I was a Daytona 500 competitor, so I can be also equally as excited about it. Mm-hmm. I'll, like I said, I'll never forget that night. I never I never stopped believing. Uh, you know, we were right across the street at a restaurant there here. And, were you uh, at a Hooters? I think you were at the Hooters, right? Yeah, didn't, know, <laughs> didn't know what we could say, but we were there. We were there at the Hooters. <laughs> uh, we were watching on the big screen, and the moment you made it in, I was, yeah, I was going nuts. We were so pumped because I had a whole video, actually, you know, with my, I'm a big NFT guy. Uh, oh, you yeah. Know, <laughs> here's, here's a cool NFT that I have. This is Alien Sunglasses Jeff Gordon. Uh, there you go. Like you use, like they were used as power ups. Basically, <laughs> I gave you one of them. Uh, I think I still have it. By the way, you do. I do think I still have it. Yeah. I went around for two years at NASCAR races, giving these to certain drivers and making videos, and it really worked. Like Chase Elliott had a picture of me at a Chuck E. Cheese when I was six, hanging on his pit box for some random <laughs> reason at one race. Uh, you know, Paul, uh, my, my good guy, Paul Swan, with Austin Dillon's team. Uh, you know, to this day, you know, he's got the 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 Photoshop Larry Mack with the gar. You know what I mean? Like in, <laughs> in the pit box. So that's the way, you know, I like to do things. And so they work. They do work. I, I agree. Gave you one and, and, and the power was there. We were just pumped that you were in, man. It was huge. But this year, I will say this. I'm just going to say I'm watching out for William Byron. I'm watching out for Kyle Busch. I'm watching out for Bubba Wallace. And I'm watching out for Corey LaJoy. I'm watching. Me out too. That Chili's car. Did you see the Chili's car today? Hi, welcome to Chili's. Hi, welcome to Daytona. Did you see the billboard? One, one of the greatest looking race cars I've ever seen. I text Corey LaJoy today. I said that might be what saves America as a whole. What saves Will. the world is that Chili's car. Like I, I that, <laughs> one of the coolest things I've ever seen. That and and he's always had great cars at Daytona. Like the old Spice yeah. car where his face was on oh, the hood was tremendous. one of the the most like all time. Like Leanne, Lee, my, look, Leanne is race mom. I love her yep. to death. She's, she's, she's great, one great of woman. OGs, okay. And since since the beginning of, of my entry into the racing industry, I've always been with her. They've always put together some of the most amazing partnerships 
So, and it's hard not to root for Corey LaJoy. I mean, he he he's close to being able to win. He's going to win this year. Mark mark our words. He's yeah. going to get a win this year. Going to get a win. I feel good about it. I feel good about it. So, yeah, those are just a couple of guys that I'm kind of looking out for at Daytona. You know, we'll, we'll see what they do. We'll see what they do. Absolutely. But, yeah, Absolutely. hi, welcome to Daytona Billboard uh, graphic for Corey LaJoy in Chile. It's, it's an all-time <laughs> meme, too, by the way. all oh. It just it, it looks tremendous. Uh, to be partnered with Chili's, they got a little margarita on the car. I mean, I, everyone goes to Chili's for some chips and salsa. Give me a sampler platter. Give me a margarita. Like it's just, mm-hmm. it's I don't know. It's, I want a, it's a Chili's incredible. Indy car. I want to see a Chili's Indy car. I want to see a Man, red that would be on wheels. That's what I want. Well, our our car is still open for the Indy 500. So hey. Chili. We are working on some some programs, some some sponsorship programs. We're gonna call. We're gonna make some we calls. Sh- yeah, we're gonna make some calls. We're gonna get in, get involved potentially. Who knows? I can see though when you think about it, that team is partnered with Andretti. The Gamebridge logos are on their car. Spire has a little bit of a you know a bit of a partnership with Andretti. Maybe Chili's we see on an Andretti car for the Indy 500. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe we see a Chili's. A Chili's and Colton Herta combo. You Ooh. know what I mean? You see Colton Herta lining up at the Chili's bar, just having himself a day. Him and the boys getting down with some Chili's margaritas. I can see it. It's, he looks I like a Dillas it. guy. He likes to, you know, he likes to hang yeah. out with the boys, or, lunch on some some bacon, uh, some quesadillas. You know, Kyle Kirkwood, Florida man. Oh, Florida man. So I mean, lock that in, Colton. Sorry, you you're just you're a King Taco guy, Kyle Kirkwood. Chili's at the Indy 500. I could see it. I could see it. Florida man, he is, I mean, that's it. That's all you use to describe it. He's a winner, successful, uh, young fella. Like that's campers. what we want. We want the youth coming to Chili's to have themselves a nice, affordable meal. So anyway, that's right. a lot of free advertisement for Chili's that, that they don't deserve. They don't pay us anything. But I respect them for Good. being in the sport. I asked for no onions <laughs> on my Bourbon Street steak. You know, <laughs> leave it there. Yeah. So... Anyway, that's <laughs> that's what's going on this week. But we also have something else big, Chase. I don't know if you are a basketball guy, but I'm playing in the NBA All-Star game. Oh, I'm celebrity game. I'm keeping Someone up. Someone told me the other day, they're like, oh, Connor's playing in the NBA All-Star game. I was like, no, I am not. I, I am not playing in the NBA All-Star game. I'm playing in the Ruffles celebrity game, that which is – that happens first. No, so, you should have told us you were playing the All-Star game. You should have. T- no, I am not going home. out there with Giannis and, and Tyrese Halliburton. I'm not going out there posting up in the paint, um, you know, against Steph Curry. Like, that's not happening. Uh-huh. So, what is happening, though, is a uh, is a is a NBA celebrity All-Star game. Now, I went to the All-Star game when I uh, in 2016. Uh, my rookie year in IndyCar, me, Joseph Newgarden, and James Hinchcliffe went to the Celebrity All-Star weekend in Toronto. And honestly, it was a fantastic time, a wonderful experience. I got to see the celebrity game was actually hilarious. I, I thought it was a a, a awesome experience, um, and I thought this is going to be the only time in my existence where I would be potentially qualified to play in this game. Right? This is my hometown. I love the Pacers. I'm an IndyCar driver. The Indy 500, biggest event in the world here in Indianapolis. It all makes sense. I'm the only driver. This is my hometown, right? And honestly, I don't see any of other drivers even taking the chance to play this game. I, I really don't. Uh, and 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 as we've seen, thankfully, I'm the only representative for the IndyCar series. So I, I'm, I'm very excited. I got to thank the Pacers for helping out a little bit. But I just asked to do this. I literally just asked the Pacers. I was like, hey, I would love to do this. Like, 
I, I play basketball in middle school. I love basketball. I literally try to shoot hoops whenever I can. It is a sport that I enjoy watching, and I enjoy playing it. If I can, if the hoop's open, I'm going to put a ball in it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to try to put balls in holes, right? Like, put, putting putting them in the hoop. I That's my know. thing. I didn't know that you were such you were such a you had such a basketball Jones, Connor. I love basketball. Now I was a fifth grade champion. No big deal. The Ar- Armingers Avalanche where's was our home, team. Mrs. Where's the Arminger. home tapes? Where's the home footage? Where's the VHS? Where's VHS? Those tape? are locked away in a safe. Those are locked away in a safe. All right, we got to um, get those out. I want to. We see do. It. We do. You're right. I had a bowl cut, a severe bowl oh. cut back then, and I was just I was out there dribbling. Um, but I, I, I just, I asked the Pacers and, and I said, Hey, if you guys, you know, if there's a, and apparently they had to submit some names and, and the production team, they selected me. So I was like, Hey, great. Let's Thanks. go. So, uh, pretty pumped. Now let's read out the teams. I'm on team Shannon Sharp just to get everyone ready. Shannon Sharp, obviously legend. This is team Shannon versus team Stephen A. Now, Stephen A, I have a tough time watching on ESPN. I'm not gonna lie. I say sometimes his voice kind of. I don't know. I, I just I, his his ranting and kind of makes me angry at times. But anyway, pierces the good drum. For Stephen A. I'm not on his team. I'm on Shannon Sharp. I like Shannon Sharp. So top of the roster, Micah Parsons, dog, right? Like we like we know. I plan on feeding Micah the ball any any chance I get. I've already DM'd with Micah Parsons. I said, hey, my plan is to feed you the ball. Mm-hmm. And he says, my teammate understands the mission. I say, yep, Heart that's, of the that's it. So Micah Parsons, obviously elite athlete. A terrifying individual on the football field, I assume. Correct. Um, player number two, Quincy Isaiah. I don't know who Quincy Isaiah is. I'm not going to lie. I don't know who that is. Huh. Um, third player on the list, Connor Daly. What? I've heard of him. Speed Street Podcast. Um, Jewel Lloyd. Now, she is very talented at basketball. She's very good at basketball. That's going to be probably our MVP. Uh, Kai Sanat. Kai Sanat. Sanat. I just know he's a big streamer. He's got a ton of followers. I see a bunch of viral clips of Kai Sinat. I don't know him though. Good input. I'm I'm a Twitch streamer, so I, I I respect his grind. Yeah, I know he's making literally a hundred times more money than me. Um, Dylan Wang, not sure who Dylan Wang is. Apparently, actor. Okay, big actor. Uh, Lily Singh. I I have heard of Lily Singh. She does have a television program, I believe, on some shows. I don't know if you guys are doing research, but uh, Lily Singh, Sir, Sir, S I capital R, Seer maybe. Seer. Sir? Let's go with Seer. Seer, Seer. Yeah. Uh, my girlfriend says great singer, great musician. That's good. Okay. Uh, Walker Hayes is on my team. Walker oh. Hayes. Apparently, he does he sing that Applebee's song like getting Applebee's. I'm pretty in a sure he night? does. That, yeah, is that I've the guy? That name. I've heard that name. I've heard some performances that have been out there. Okay, for some Walker, Walker Hayes. Hayes. So you got some good yep. singers here. So I mean, there could be some really One great more. local distractions. The last player, annual AA, which I don't know if that's like a. <laughs> it sounds like something you know people do or the meeting. Uh, occasionally annual AA meetings. Mm-hmm. But this is A N U E L A A. So I, again, I, I I expect this person to be extremely talented. Yeah, but I do not know who it is. That's going to be your guy um, that's going to hype you up, and in the end, he's going to everybody's put their hands in there. He's going to say it works if you work it, and it's going to be out. Yep. Yeah, I hope so. I hope yeah. so. Hundred um, percent. And our coaches, Shannon Sharp, obviously, and this is where it really takes off for me. Peyton Manning is one of my coaches. Peyton Manning is one of my coaches. It's big alongside Fifty Cent. Wow. Fifty is is down there in the paint with me. Was, uh, is I, this I respect new? that. 
But no, you, this is no, this has been out. This has been out. I I posted this. I knew and, and it's, I knew you. But it's not on 50. the line. Yeah, Fifty Cent is one of the coaches. Oh, um, so cheer for our team, Team Shannon. I'm gonna tell Peyton Manning. First thing I see, I I, I tell him when I see him is that thank you for getting me a day off of school when we won the Super Bowl. Wow, um, an Indiana guy got the day off of school because we won the Super Bowl. Uh, many many years ago, the Colts. Sorry, when um, we stole it from you. Uh, you know, in twenty. Actually, I'm not sorry. Not sorry at all. That yeah, was yeah, a yeah. great time because I didn't have to go to school. Uh, yeah, bad day. Big now Saints guy. Mm-hmm. Big Saints guy. Uh, what about Jennifer Hudson? Are you? Have you been watching? Uh, have you been keeping up with her online? Because she she's, she's ready, on, dude. She's on the enemy team. Yeah, she's on the enemy team. There's a couple athletes. The team that I'm going up against look, does look a little heavily favored. Like, if we're putting up gambling numbers, I'd say they're 10-point favorites. They're minus 10, for sure. You got Metal World Peace on the other team. Ron Artest, formerly Ron Artest. Hmm. That guy's, like, actually an NBA All-Star. Like, I, 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 I'm Kinda. confused. Hmm. I don't understand that. Um, C.J. Stroud, athlete. I mean, true. If that and that guy plays baseball too, there's no way he doesn't also play multi basketball. Multi-sport guy. Yeah. Multi-sport athlete. Uh Natasha Cloud, very good WNBA player, probably. And again, Tristan actual WNBA players on this team. Yeah, yeah, actual WNBA players. Wow. So you know, so this is gonna be interesting. Now, Tristan Jass as well, apparently. He's he's like I, I looked at his social media profile, big YouTube guy, a lot of Instagram followers. He has like a a jer- he's like got a Knicks jersey on. He's like playing with the Knicks. Dude, is that that so trick I- shot guy? Maybe I don't know. Maybe, but it's it's this is gonna be interesting. Oh, so, dude, Jennifer, so that's what I've got. You, dude, it's gonna be rough. Yeah. So I, I just I honestly let, let's set some reasonable goals. Let's set, set some reasonable goals. All right. What do you? What's the first one? I would like to score one basket. One I would basket. Like to score one basket. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of people who are like, hey, uh, y- you gotta like. You got to represent for our whole city. And I was like, well, I mean, I know that, but, like, I don't play basketball. Like, I love basketball, and I played it, and I've been working. I've been at the Pacers gym. I've been training with some of the Pacers uh, trainers and my buddy Will. We're, 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 put, we're, we're getting my, my, my jumper right. We're getting my arms right. You got the resources. Um, that's good. That's a good That's a good starting point. But, but I don't know how aggressive the defense is going to be. You know what I mean? Like, are people – are people? Do they have their arms out? Are we? Are we sliding the leg? Are we? What do we? What do we? Do? Is it a zone? Is it man to man? I I don't know. I mean, they're I, gonna draw that up. I mean, if you were coaching defense, I mean, what in a celebrity game? I, I don't know. What do we? What are we coaching? Well, I mean, look. So I can. I mean, I have my dry erase board back here. I can't use it right now. But I would <laughs> I mean, like I could draw up some plays. I can draw up some plays. Uh, maybe we'll do something like that later this week. You know, we'll get on a. Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll get on a call. We'll do. We'll draw up some plays. We'll draw up some things for you to bring to the coaches, you know, because I think Shannon, I think Shannon and Peyton will definitely want to know what's going on in my mind, and I Absolutely. can give it to them because they'll be able to do that. And I'm like, they'll they'll know if they're smart. They'll know that like, oh, this came from his mind. This is what we need. Absolutely. To do. I I think if I'm gonna I'm gonna be a, a pick guy, right? Like I got a wide shoulder, so I'm gonna set a pick, and I think right. you got to have your hands down in the uh, the the gentleman's area region, right? Like you can't have your uh-huh. hands up. You can't have your hands out. Like if you're setting a pick, they got to be crossed up, and you got to be ready for it. So I, I, I plan on setting some screens. Maybe okay. I, I worked on in the gym, uh, working around the screens. My my hot area right now for shooting is around the free throw line. So like any that arc around the free throw line is definitely where I'm. My my jumper's getting hot. Like it's I, I hit a couple in a row. 
If I if I start to move back, I got a torn labrum, so extending my right arm is a little difficult for maximum power. Uh, but you know, uh, I, I'm great in the mid range, and and I've okay. been working on my layups too, going going underhand, laying the ball in instead of throwing it in. All right, you, know? you need to set up an alley oop at some point. In this I agree, game. I completely agree. So we're gonna make that a goal. We made that goal. Who do, yeah, I'm gonna find the tallest person and I'm gonna say, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna absolutely launch this ball at the backboard, and you better be soaring like MJ to put that thing in the basket. I, I do hope that my goal in life was to be on the Sports Center top ten or okay. not top ten. So either way, one of these is gonna happen to where there's gonna be an amazing play where uh, someone launches either over my head. Or, or or around me to then receive my pass against the backboard and put the ball in the hole. So we'll see. I, I, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, there, there's a lot of people putting pressure on me to sink threes. I think that's yeah. a little irresponsible. I think that's a little irresponsible. Have you thought about, like, you know, your finesse? Like, how are you going to, like, walk out? Like, what's your walkout song? Like, how are you going to show? I think you should – honestly... I'm thinking head – Headbands, armbands. I'm, I'm thinking for sure headband. I, I, I'm going to be the – I'm like going to be John Stockton. I'm, I'm going to be okay. someone out there. I'm going to be uh, just – I'm going to be ready. I'm maybe even sweatbands on both my, my uh, calves. That's you think what calves, I hear. calf bands? You know, yeah. I think some calf, calf bands Calf nice. bands, armbands, headband I think is for sure. All NBA logos too. Let's get official with it. I don't want to mess around. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. So we got. I mean, we got us a tall order here on this on yeah. the sheet so far. I've kind of taken some notes, <laughs> but it's 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 going to work out. I believe in. I think that. I really think you should. Uh, the the statue that's in the middle of of Indianapolis Cyan. Uh, you got your yes. guy, the, the Greek god. I believe. Yep. Got the. That's got the way. You need to get one of those headsets. You need to get one of those. You should. Yeah. You should roll in with that. You, I am getting a fresh haircut tomorrow too. I'm get. I'm getting the whoa. hair trimmed up. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be rocking. The look. I'm going to get nice and tight down the sides of my head here, so right. we're getting no no uh, no resistance. We're going to be nice and clean through the air. The sweat's not going to be getting in our way. I'm getting a fresh haircut. We're going to be locked in. We got shoot around Thursday night. A little shoot around. Uh, apparently, there was going to be a fitting for like shoes and stuff. Oh, apparently, manufacturing issues caused that to not be a thing. So I was like, "Well, do I show up with my own shoes now? What? I don't have basketball shoes, so well, I don't know what's going to happen." Playing Crocs, dude. Oh man, NASCAR Crocs. Yes. NASCAR's NASCAR no. Crocs. But just paint some. Dude, if I played in NASCAR on. Crocs, that would be awesome. Yeah, I mean, dude, it really would. It really <laughs> would. That's a that would be a great way to get to get the Brad K payday. <laughs> I'll say that. I think that would be a good starting point. But also, too, I think that you should go total like uh, you know Achilles with it. You know, you should get a little bit. You should decorate some IndyCar Crocs all the yeah. way. Yeah. We'll certainly see. I, I actually literally got a fresh shipment of socks in the mail uh, today from a company. Turns out if you play in the NBA All-Star game, you start getting messages from people wanting to send you socks and underwear and shoes. Mm -hmm. um, so you know what? I'll take it. I appreciate that. I, I, I do. Yeah. So I got some fancy socks that I can wear now. Uh, NBA All-Star, uh, Indianapolis 2024 uh, socks. Yeah. Uh, Going to be driving the two-seater downtown Indianapolis, too, on oh. Thursday night. Heads what? up for that. That might not be officially announced yet, but we're going to let our listeners know. I'm going to be driving Tyrese Halliburton, our star of the Pacers, what? in the two-seater on the streets of downtown. Dude. So that could be hilarious um, just to kind of kick off the whole weekend. Uh, so it's going to be fun. It does hurt that I'm not racing in Daytona. When I committed to this, 
I knew that the truck race at Daytona was also Friday night. But clearly all my hopes and dreams of being a NASCAR driver have been crushed, uh, at least for now. But we do get to do something fun. I do hope that this helps the brand. This is a very exciting thing. And again, Friday night, primetime ESPN, 7 p.m. Eastern on main ESPN. This isn't like an ESPN 8, the Ocho type thing. Like This is main ESPN. Uh, apparently, Pat McAfee is going to be doing some commentating for it as well. Pat, great friend of mine. I was hoping he was going to be in the game, but if he's commentating, we know that that's going to be hilarious. That's even better. What I'll do, I'm going to make sure. Look, I'm, my schedule's changed now. Friday night, <laughs> every Friday. You do a watch along. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna look to do that. Like, I won't probably be watching trucks. I'm going to be watching my boy get out there and serve it to him because I need to see. I need to see either one, A, I want to see the alley-oop, or two, yep. You know, I may low-key want to see, you know, Jennifer Hudson's edge that she's going to have because I think she's going to come in hot. So just be prepared, okay? I will I, be watching. If I meet Jennifer Hudson in the paint, like right down under the hoop, you I'm going to just be like, hey, you know what? It's all you. I, just, just I your, respect you as a, as a talent. No. You're an absolute legend. You think I need to be swatting? You think I need to be, uh, like, blocking that ball? You need to let her know. It's Jennifer Hudson. You let let her know. You say, you say watch this. Uh, you do a little cross <laughs> step. And you just, just, just shoot it on her, man. Because, like, she's coming in hot, bro. She ain't, she's not, she's not going to let up. I've watched the videos, dude. She's got that face. Like, she's got that grit going on right now. She's got that grit. She's got the heart of the, she's trying to get the heart of the dog. All right? Yeah, we can't let her take I see it. it. Can't let her take it. Uh, yeah, so I, I I'm also very curious as to how the game works out. I don't know if it's going to be like four quarters or like two, just two halves, like a college game. Because like surely <laughs> they don't want us pounding around there for four quarters. Like you might I, get like I, I, it, it seems kind of at some point it might be zero zero for the first twenty minutes. Like I I don't know. You know what I mean? That's a good it's question. It's going to be interesting. Maybe 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 thirty minutes. Maybe two quarters. Maybe half. I would, yeah, I can see two halves. Yeah, I can see two halves. Should I get some ruffles for the house? Bad ruffles. Yeah. Hey, shout out ruffles. I plan on. Uh, you know, tagging them in every photo, maybe uh, parlaying this into an Indy 500 sponsorship. If we had the Ruffles Indy 500 car, whoo, oh, dude, that would be a dream come true. That thing would look awesome. Cheddar sour. We'd be selling cream. Ruffles all day long. Mm, dude, I'm just thinking about the marketing side of my brain is just going nuts right now with Ruffles Indy. I know. All right, we yeah, yeah. The Ruffles, the, Ruff- the Ruffles wagon. So now ridges. Anyway, that's uh. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a lot of news. We we, we dropped yeah. a lot today. Um, I think it's uh, you know there, there, there's a few other things I'm sure that have gone on, but those are the major things. Those are what we got going on right now. Uh, I think we should get to our interview. We've got a great interview for you, everyone. Uh, this is a this is a tremendous uh, conversation that I do believe that everyone will enjoy. A lot of IndyCar chat as well. If you think, oh hey, this is just Supercross, I don't know much about Supercross. Don't tune out. I tune in. Actually, tune in harder. Because I think this is a great one uh, with uh, with Chad Reed. So here we go. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this week we have uh, a, a guest who is a superstar, a guest who uh, is a hero to many, if not all. Uh, a, a man who I met um, several years ago, and uh, at, at a racetrack, I took a selfie with him. Uh, but then we played a lot of online video games together when the world shut down. A uh, two-time Supercross champion. A uh, one-time AMA Motocross champion, 44 Supercross wins. I hope all those stats are correct. Chad Reed, CR22. Uh, I, I actually wish I could have said your name like the guy who said it at Supercross. 
Chad Reed. But I, I but I, 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 I don't have that deep of a voice. So thank you for being here. Uh, great introduction. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, it brings back memories. I mean, racetracks all around the world. I mean, you know, I think I first met you in Indy and, uh, you know, we were in my world and then, then, you know, I've crossed, crossed over and I've seen you at Emza with Lamborghini stuff. Um, and then the, like you said, the world shut down, which honestly was the greatest two months of life. Dude, it was um, so fun. <laughs> we, it was so fun. And you know, I, I miss, I actually miss it to be honest with you. So sometimes let's look back real quick because I think a lot of people who listen to this show probably viewed the LCQ League. They probably viewed what we were doing on the internet. Uh, at one point during the world shutdown, and if you're new to this show, we, we had a group chat not only on our phones, but a, a weekly racing league on iRacing. And the, the, this group chat included people like Chad Reed, Ricky Carmichael, Travis Pastrana, Alexander Rossi, like me, and, and you'd have, like, all of a sudden, you'd have Ricky and Travis texting each other about old races, and then Chad, and like, do you remember when you hit me at this race? And and it was like some of the funniest conversations I think ever took place. Like, that was a great time, though, right? Like, we we were, I, I think we built some great friendship. I mean, that's where like I became really good friends with Travis, like, and all you guys. It was just, it was kind of a cool. I mean tough overall but like cool like really cool to be able to interact with each other kind of so easily what i loved about it most is i feel like we had a trusted group and network that you only made it in if you were like at a certain level of trust level and funniness and yeah and stupidness and you suck at eye racing (laughs) but you're really good for the most part at, at your real job um those were all the things that aligned with lcq racing i think or the league whether we called it and it was it was it was pretty funny yeah man it was a great time so i so i want to get into you know where you're at now in life obviously a super dad uh you've got kids who are doing incredible things um but I, i would say probably had a difficult time uh maybe approaching retirement or not even retiring right like you 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 raced a long way into the two wheel world, right? Like even and in a world where you guys get injured like crazy, like if anything, it's just always going to happen at some point. Um, but supremely successful. Was it difficult kind of making that transition out of it? Being like, hey, you know what? I'm a super dad now. You know the kids are now racing. Like that, that's got to be an interesting life transition, right? So it's funny the the transition was was really easy, and only because the way it fell 2020 was was going to be my last year racing and the way that 2020 ended up being and then as life rolled on into 2021 uh you know with the restrictions the masking i'm sorry i just didn't buy into it it just wasn't my thing and so i didn't miss racing because i watched it on tv and was just like look how ridiculous it looks and so because of that it really made my transition. And then at the same time, uh, with my kids' soccer and all those kinds of things being shut down, they took this kind of love for two wheels. We started out riding motorcycles and then we started racing BMX bikes. And then we're once the BMX bikes kind of like gave a whole new like technique, the motorcycle riding become better and safer. And, and suddenly here we are, dad's retired and 
kids are taking, you know, taking the next step into, you know, try to chase the dream in, in motorcycle racing. So it kind of came full circle. I would say that like two years post-retirement was when it all started to settle in, you know, life was going back to normal. Um, you know, and at that point you're two years older, you know, I'm 41 <laughs> at that point. And so putting the boots back on and jumping right back in and doing, you know, maybe a couple of fun races here and there, it started to become real that it wasn't probably going to be that easy to, to, you should just jump in and do it, you know, um, you know, at any level during my racing, you, you know, I had one year where I was hurt and literally I couldn't walk, got out of a cast two weeks before the first race and still didn't miss a main event, you know, like just <laughs> fat out of shape, you know, like just <laughs> terrible, but you know, you're kind of just relied on muscle memory and, and knowing what to do and you know two three years post-retirement i didn't i was i was starting to lose a little faith that that could happen and 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 i think what was that 265 and zero for not making main events i didn't i didn't want to i didn't want the one next to my name i guess i love that i love that chase yeah. I, know, I know chase has something for you yeah, no, I mean, I, I get it, man. Look, I'm a dad. It can definitely, uh, it can definitely yeah. catch you off guard. You know, you find yourself just munching out on some free roll-ups from time to time. Um, I, I do that a lot in the pantry. But yeah, I, I was really interested, man, learning a lot about you. I was a big like BMX kid. I loved BMX, skateboarding, things like that. Um, and and I, I noticed that you know your transition that you have that you had. And coming into racing in general, uh, you traded a horse for your first bike, um, and, and that's right there alone is is pretty legendary right out the gate. But have you ever considered like another animal that you would trade to get into any other sport, <laughs> like a Lamborghini or a I mean, prancing horse, Ferrari, yeah. maybe? <laughs> yeah, that's that's definitely more um, on the level. That's probably. That's probably with the horsepower I'm chasing these days. I mean, I still like horses, but I, I don't, I don't want, I, I got enough dirt bikes to fix, let alone having to try to be responsible for a horse. Um, but yeah, pretty funny. Dad was in the horses. Um, our family in general was, was pretty motorsports driven. You know, my uncles, my cousin, um, into it, uh, dad rode bikes, but wasn't, you know, never raced or anything, but he was into horses when I was born and. So kind of that, that transition, you know, him throwing me on the front, I had a horse and at three and a half years old, I made the the big brave decision of, you know, picking a dirt bike, a P-Dub 50 to a, a, horse. And, a horse. And it's funny because it's, Motor horse. it's still like burned into my mind. Like I don't recall a whole lot of the horse memories, but I do remember the, the truck, the horse truck that come and picked it up and <laughs> and took it away i still visually can see that pretty clearly but yeah i haven't i haven't necessarily looked back and thought it was a bad decision at any point that was the day <laughs> Man, that's so funny hating technology they were like damn damn this technology like here it comes yeah incredible <laughs> yeah, yeah incredible um so your number 22 very famous for being number 22 right i was 22 a lot of my life in my career i wish i could have been 22 in indycar but where did the 22 start and I, that's just been become your that's become your thing. Have you always been 22 since since day one? Was there ever a change? Was there ever a so it's, a shift in uh, branding? <laughs> so it's funny because I I 
I was never 22 until my first, uh, what, what we call the elite class, which is now the 450 class. Back then, it was called the 250 class. Um, and so, like, with the numbering system in, in, in the AMA racing, you basically race, you know, and back then, I believe they took from the lights class. It was outdoors only points. Um, anyway, it, it gave me the opportunity to pick a number. And the number was allocated, I, t I think, to Grant Langston, but he had won a championship, so he had chosen triple one as his uh, number at the time. And so with that, uh, I was like, well, hey, can I have 22? Because it was the lowest available number. And and so I was a, a longtime Jeremy McGrath fan, and he was number two. It was either, you know, let's be honest, he was really number one. <laughs> but... <laughs> the the one or two occasions that he lost the championship he was number two and so and then obviously when i came here was kind of like he's post prime days and he was always number two and so i thought well what's better than one is two so let's call it two two and um it's just stuck and i you know I, this is the first year that somebody else has used it since 2003 they didn't I, like yeah, retire the number they didn't hang the number in the rafters that seems a little offensive honestly <laughs> i it's pretty funny because I always see, you know, like I, I feel bad for the guy that runs it right now because, you know, like I used it and it's, you know, and obviously I still ride quite a lot. We post a lot. My kids ride with it. And so the number 22 is still very much a part of our, you know, our family and, and things like that. And so I think that a lot of people, it kind of gets like, how could you use the number, yeah. you know? And so I feel bad for him sometimes. That's funny. So what what do you think right now is the state of Supercross? Like what what's the two wheel world looking like? Like what is you know I remember a day you know growing up watching motor racing right uh, every year Supercross came to Indianapolis right and I thought it was it, we, we have to go as a family like this is a thing we got to go super entertaining the show was incredible the racing was was fantastic good so many household names I mean you Ricky Carmichael you Travis Pastrana all these guys you know that that like. You still know now because you're all still superstars. Is that are, are we in a next generation of that now? What's kind of the state of the sport in in your opinion? It's so hard to tell because I think that you know when you mention the names, like you don't you don't get to choose who everybody loves, right? You don't yeah. get to choose who people bond with, and you know, like you're. I'm trying to think in, in the big world of thing, you know, your Lewis Hamilton's, your, you know, your Jimmy Johnson's like yep. those, those are earned things. And so right now there's a lot of talent, um, but who and how they end up, um, you know, right now it's kind of a weird phase. Like we have almost two groups. Like we kind of have a couple of new kids that are, that are really popular, um, really talented, um, and then we have kind of like about four or five, six, 28 to 31 year old kind of well-established guys, um, you know, pretty solid in there. And obviously the crowd, they're being around for a long time. So the crowd, you know, your Eli Tomac, Jason Anderson, um, you know, Aaron Plessinger is on the younger side, but he's becoming quite, quite popular with the fans. Um, and so just, yeah, those guys, uh, are who I would say are the guys that are out there and, and things like that. But as far as like, yeah, like when you put them into a category, I think that those are just 
earn things down the road. It's hard to predict that, but definitely, you know, our youngest kid right now is 20 years old, Jet Lawrence. Um, you know, Super he went good. 22 and 0 last year in, in motocross and currently leading and winning the championship. Uh, first ever kid to do, you know, win his first rookie race. So all things align that he's probably going to be pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> And, and the numbers, and when you look at the the group, you know, all his competition is kind of timing out here pretty soon. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what kind of run he goes on. That's awesome. Yeah, so in general, you think the state of the sport is in a good place because you've also got the outdoor side as well. Now, that I, I don't see as much of, right, because I'm like I'm a Supercross guy. Boom, here we go. I'll be, I'm self-admitted to that. But, it, but the world of, you know, Supercross motocross is is in a good place. We're thinking we're we're still like, hey, your your kids can go and make a living if they want to be professional, you know, two wheel racers. Yeah, the sports in a good place. I think that's uh, good. You know, post you know post COVID, we we like many things outdoorsy. Um, we inherited a, a a whole lot of new people and new group and people excited to ride you know dirt bikes and and things like that. And so I think. And, and we're a part of that system, actually, you know, like, yes, yes, I was immersed in it my whole life, but COVID is what brought my kids into the sport. Yeah. Um, and so it's been, it's been a fun thing. And, and like you said, like my kids chasing the dream and wanting to, you know, somewhat, I mean, in, in our family, you know, I think that my eldest son is 13 years old and he's going through that stage where he kind of tries to flex on dad and tries to tell me that he's going <laughs> to, you know, take on my records and, <laughs> and what. What, what little things I have or big things we'll see, but I think they might be a little bigger than he thinks. And when he gets in there, but, uh, good, good. It, for me, it's fun because it, you know, you have a, an education in this sport very, very high. And, um, I would love to provide and give, give that back and hand it down to, you know, to the next generation. But when the next generation happened to be my children, it's, it's pretty special. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Chase, go ahead. If you got something. Yeah, no, I mean, just kind of looking into it, you're talking about motocross right now. Um, you know, there's there's a, there's some differences for sure. Uh, and, and I know that a lot of the events that I've been to were really focused on more of just like showcasing the, the talent level of the, the the drivers themselves. Like what is what is the most like hardcore trick that you've ever been able to, to do in your entire career? And how long did it take you to land it? So I think the fair answer to it is is we don't do tricks. Okay. We race. And so really, <laughs> as Cotto will probably agree, our trick is winning. There right? you go. And you that did a is lot of the that. hardest. I was able to do it forty four times. Uh, but it it's not an easy thing to do. And you know, when you win, that's your trick, right? You get to do a knack knack and whatever. But yeah, to answer your question not a trickster uh i but but i have done a backflip hey there um, you go that's more backflips than is. me you did a trick <laughs> and bro that's a trick i think that it that's was awesome. ridiculous it was probably the most just awkward everything you have ever learned and <laughs> turn it off and just pull backwards was and travis again, there travis was travis uh, there? So, so it was on travis's jump that he learned the tp <laughs> roll or whatever it was and so it was this ridiculous steep jump made steeper because it's Travis's jump and then it was really short I think it was like like what felt like 20 feet to and it was to this big pile of mulch 
<laughs> you know, these days they do it to airbags and foam pits. Oh. I I did it. I did it to mulch. So <laughs> I would like to claim my claim to fame is I had won the championship a couple of weeks before. So I was doing a photo shoot. I had the number one on and the photo shoot was over and it happened to be at the place in Utah, uh, Salt Lake City. And this jump was there. And I'm like, I really would like to do a backflip. <laughs> and somehow I talked my own self into it. Everyone else influenced me and we all thought it was a great idea, but it was really stupid. <laughs> And anyway, I, I survived to tell the story, and it's on YouTube somewhere. Oh, yeah. I love that. Tra Travis tried to tell me at his house that I was on oh, one yeah. of the pit bikes, and he said, O'Connor, if you jump into the foam pit, it's actually easier to do a backflip into the foam pit. I said, Travis. Of course it is. Uh, Travis, I'm not going to do that. Like, <laughs> like, like I'm not. I'm just hoping to get into the foam pit, and I'm not, not going to do a backflip. Yeah, I want to do a don't super go short or don't go long. Don't go right, right yeah. Those all those things happen in the foam pit. <laughs> yeah, but that, still one of the most fun days of my life. So uh, you also made a transition to four-wheel racing, which I we got to share the racetrack doing as well. I, I think a lot of people actually, the funny oh, part of my career, oh. like 2019 was an odd, like I was doing some IndyCar racing. Like it was like one of my best Indy 500s at the time, but I, I wasn't full-time. But I was like racing full-time in the Lamborghini Super Trofeo series. And yeah. you were also racing in that series as well. Like, what brought that on? And did you really, did you really enjoy kind of a transition into car racing? I loved it. And in a perfect world that the kids weren't doing what they were doing and there was infinite money in yeah. Enza, yeah. <laughs> I would... I would happily race cars. I loved it. We I actually loved... even talked about this for a little bit. We talked about, hey, man, how do we get to the Rolex 24 together? Yeah. Like, that'd be a really fun time. <laughs> we we still need to continue that conversation. I know, I agree. I, think, at some point. I, agree. I, would, love, I would love to do that. We, we just got to, anyone that's watching this, we need a money guy. Let's so, go. Should I call we, we don't want to fund it out. We don't want to fund <laughs> it out of our So, um, but yeah, like the Lamborghini thing, it was, it was kind of just a conversation at, a, f a friend, actually, a friend of a friend, had broken his collarbone and had a car and was was uh, you know wasn't racing uh, the Glen, and so yeah, I mean, I didn't need to explain it. You could probably explain it better than I. Had. You know, zero. I wouldn't say zero, but for the most part, zero car racing experience. <laughs> Think about strapping yourself into a Lamborghini <laughs> and going to the Glen. And powerful everyone just car, says, yeah. powerful car, a hey. lot of downforce, like big car. That car. I mean, that car is not, a, that's not a joke. That's not a joke. No, big horse. Yeah. I mean, you know, and everyone's like, ah, oh, you know, just you're lifting it the S's. And I'm like, well, yeah, because it seems a little scary, you know, and we're just like, just, just stay in it. And I'm like, that's like hundreds of thousands of dollars if I hit the fence, you know? <laughs> and so it, it was pretty funny. Yeah, but so yeah. we also went to the world finals in Jerez, right? Like we that, that was quite an experience as well. D so there there's clearly more to do, but what was the hardest part for you? W was it was it the braking? Was it was it committing to the using the downforce and the high speed stuff? What was kind of a more difficult part of car racing to kind of for, for you to adapt to? So I would say the hardest thing for me was Probably a couple of things. One thing on a dirt bike, for the most part, everything is diving to the inside. And so in car racing, obviously get straight, get your braking done, 
you know, and then kind of like tip in and it's all about apexes and everything like that. So it wasn't hard, but it was kind of, you had to coach yourself, you know, like you, you visually like breaking was the easiest thing. I don't know why, but breaking, like I actually had to learn to back up the breaking rather than going and seeing God and seeing, okay, now I got to yeah. break like that. <laughs> that didn't, you know, you take a dirt bike guy that's out in the elements and then you put a cage in a, in a harness, you feel pretty brave. Like, yeah. not like, <laughs> like no, at no point was I ever scared. Um, so breaking wasn't, wasn't ever an issue. Um, backing up the braking was harder than braking deep. Um, driving in the rain was surprisingly easier than, than I, than, than normal because it just seemed that, you know, like they're like, we'll just stay off the line. I'm like, okay, well sometimes staying off the line is actually easy because the line seems sometimes unnatural anyway. So it was kind of easy to do that. Um, the feel for the car all seemed quite natural, you know, like I didn't, I wouldn't say that feeling and like information and like just typical, what I would call racer mentality seemed natural. Um, but it was just a little, what I would call the transition from dirt to pavement, just those little things I had to learn, but man, I loved it and I miss it. Like I would, I would so love to race Lamborghini series, you know, on a regular basis. You know what's interesting? I, I do actually have a situation that may, maybe for next year we look at the Rolex. I, I have something brewing that you might be I, a good fit for. Why, what are you, a bronze or silver? What, what, do you have a driver rating? Do you know your driver rating? I'm, I, I'm bronze. We're good. Okay. All right. I'm a, so, I'm, I'm a good gentleman driver, I feel like. I'm, there you, know, you go. I'm, I'd like to think I'm a pretty safe driver. I'm not going to. I got something in my mind. I got something in my mind that we that we're gonna brew up here offline. But but you heard it here first on the podcast. I think there's gonna be something right. exciting there. I like it. Um, I like it. So I, I honestly, I really do like that you that you embrace the four wheel stuff. I, I love talking to to Travis about it too because like Travis has clearly enjoyed embracing the four wheel stuff too. I, I respect you guys who have been at the top of your class of, of, of what you've done in your life and then gone into something else. I've tried to do that as well for like IndyCar and NASCAR. I, I like embracing new stuff. Um, what is, what is next for the kids? Like are, are, are all of them riding? Like, I mean, you and your wife are, are great to follow on the internet because it's like, you guys are always doing cool stuff. There's always something happening. And, and I, I respect the heck out of that. So you know, a, a full race season ahead for the kids. Is, is that kind of what's going on next? That's the main focus. We're, we're all in. We're being, we did a series uh, in Florida called the Winter Am Series. We, they were five weeks straight. I felt like I was back on the pro tour. <laughs> um, and so this past weekend, I had, I was my hour first weekend off. And of course, I worked and I was in Vegas and then I was in Phoenix and Red Eye Home and drove to Atlanta yesterday to pick up seven new bikes. So <laughs> seven. Kinda, <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's hectic, but I think. You know, and I think that you you and I would align on this and because motorsports, I think across the board is very similar in a way that I think what it provides to a younger person and a kid and, and growing up in that world, you know, I think that you, you grow up fast. Um, I think you're street smart. Um, and I think that just it brings a lot of life lessons. Um, you know, even if my kids down the road don't choose to go dirt bike racing at a high level i love what racing uh, provides to them as a as a life lesson so that's what we're doing um you know two of the three kids are quite serious 
my youngest one is nine and he's kind of got, you know, half a hood in and the other one, he's playing golf. He wants to go to the NBA and I'm like, Bro, golf is a good sport too. I'm, golf, a lot of money in golf. A oh, lot of money I said, in golf. Did you say he wanted to be in the said, NBA too? Oh, he I says see. he wants to play the NBA and I said, I said, I promise you, I said, I'm 5'9", your mom's like 5'6". I'm like, you probably want to pick up the golf stick a little more. I don't know that the NBA is going to be it. Oh, man. Uh, Fair. But he he also is ridiculously talented on on a dirt bike as well. So who knows what what he chooses to do. And again, it's racing anything, and motorcycles is is not exempt from that. It's, It's a dangerous sport at times, and I think that you... You, you need to all be all in or not in at all. So I just let him do his thing. If he wants to ride his dirt bike, we can go ride dirt bikes. If he wants to hit golf balls in the backyard, we hit golf balls. That's great. Yeah. That's My dad said yeah. the same thing growing up. I mean, he said the, the one thing that he told me is like, you have to be committed to this. It has to be everything yep. and, and you get it. So I, so I get that. I've got one more question. Chase, do you, do you have one more for, for Chad here? I've just enjoyed listening, enjoyed learning <laughs> that there uh, is more to Supercross than than cool tricks. Um, so I am, uh, I'm just happy to be here, Chad. I really am. You're, there you you're a great guy, great dad. Keeping the ambitions alive, baby. Especially the nine year old NBA PGA. I mean, that's a proud dad status. You get to that level, man. Okay, <laughs> yeah, we yeah. got to run yeah. it out. in this house. We didn't talk about playing. It's like you've got to go to the big league. Yeah. You know? There you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's so many things like that you could talk all day. I mean, I love motorsports so much. I mean, you know, I know too. I know very little about like everything, you know, that, that you've all done. But like just like you've lived a life similar to what I can relate to, you know, like your years chasing the dream in Europe and you know, around all the different countries. I mean, geez, I've been getting on international flights since I was 11 years old yeah. and growing up, you know, growing up in Australia, every flight was an international flight, <laughs> um, you know, going and doing all that. And it just, yeah, just life lessons that you get. And, you know, I could go to any paddock and there's friends for life, you exactly. know, lifelong friends. And I'm talking Formula One to IndyCar, NASCAR, like just motorsport is so awesome. And I, I love the friends and, the camaraderie that we all have and share. And that's, that's what I think is real. So I like to do pre Indy 500 our all of our pre Indy 500 shows. I like to get our guests to give us maybe a top three Indy 500 prediction. I, I want to hear a, it doesn't have to be in any order, but I want to hear your three drivers that are going to fill the top three at this year's Indianapolis 500, because I know you follow the IndyCar series, and I, and I just want to hear. I just want to hear a prediction. Are we going top three? Top three doesn't top. have to be in any order. We're we're not going to say pick the winner, but we want right. we want the three that you're going to see there at in the top three on the record. <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to say the the problem is always on the record, right? There um, it is. <laughs> I want to pick my. I want to pick three of my people that I follow as because they're my friends and I've encountered them, you know, and I think that. If I look, I think that the IndyCar world comes down to equipment. Um, yes. <laughs> I see you have a team shirt on there, but I, I don't know the equipment yet. Um, I would it's say gonna that, be good. you know, uh, just, just oh, I'm going to say right now, going to be good. That's all right. All right. I like <laughs> it. So my top three in, in, in no order, because I'm just picking top three. Yep. I would say yourself. Boom. Rossi and McLaughlin. 
I love that there. top three. Honestly, that that's a good top three. Great. Scotty's a dog. Alex yeah. is dude. And see, and I already feel bad because I <laughs> I gotta. I hate when you got to do stuff like that because that's so many friends in all that's different kinds of roads. That's the but <laughs> but I'll be cheering and I'll be watching. It's actually the one event that I haven't been to, and so we we need to. It always falls on Ellie's birthday, so we need to ah. we need to in you know trying to con the wife into going to a motorsport race for her birthday is. It's hit and miss. <laughs> that is tough, but consider yourself eternally invited. Like, whatever, whatever, right. whatever you guys want. I mean, we'll yeah. sort that out. We'll have you call on strategy at some point. It's going to be great. We'll bring Kate. <laughs> I like it. I like it. But um, no, we, I watch it. And I watch, you know, like, I'm that nerd that will watch every lap. You know, great. it's not like I, I don't just turn it on and then miss it, miss the crazy in the middle and just watch the last laps. Like, I, I genuinely love love it that i watch it start to finish well i love that i actually quick side question to add on to that what do you think indycar like as a series what do you think is missing maybe what do you think like we like to figure out how we get this series to the highest level i mean do you see anything that is you know you're a very high level sportsman so you know what, what do you think is 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 there that we you know that as the series could maybe work on or, or what's the next step to kind of getting that next level of recognition that's a great question, and it and it's probably. I mean, let's be honest. There's many smarter people than me working on that exact answer, but same, yeah. <laughs> it it it's really surprising, and it blows my mind that because in my just my personal opinion here, so you know, love it or hate it, but like if I was to categorize American motorsport, NASCAR is globally much bigger seems like the salaries are bigger oh yeah but i'm like it's one of the most ridiculous sports in the world like i don't like and i hate to say it like that but like indycar the car itself the downforce the technology in my opinion the fact that you guys don't even have power steering is ridiculous but anyway <laughs> um big. it is very hard yeah <laughs> and there's just something about it that's it's the highest level for me um, I love that. But yet, but yet, you're not. I don't know that it is outside of the Indi Indianapolis 500. Not a lot of people, and, and you know, I don't know the numbers, but it doesn't seem like it's as globally no well nationally known as as let's say a NASCAR or a Formula One that's on TV. And it's like I don't know. It just seems seems like a category that just has never been able to. And I feel like. Maybe I relate to it, and maybe my frustration is Supercross. I think that Supercross is at a very high level, but I think you're always you're always below NASCAR, you know. And I think as a exactly. sport, you know, and I guess that's personal preference. I hate to compare, but it that's is right. like I just think that like like what we do and how much we race and the the athleticism that is involved our sport is at such a high level. Like it's probably maybe more fair to compare us with MotoGP. Like we're equal to MotoGP in a lot of ways, but yet when you look at it at a global level, it's MotoGP is up here and Supercross is way down here. Um, and I guess post-retirement and kind of seeing some of the things on the backside of our sport, I will say that there's a lot of things that our industry does to really not grow. Like, yeah. I think we are our own worst enemy. And I have to think without knowing IndyCar somehow is their own worst enemy um, at doing something really bad because I just think that IndyCar and Supercross are so relatable 
we should be so much bigger and more popular and we're not. I mean, honestly, that that's a that's a great description. Because I, I, like, I, I think a lot of us agree because it's great. Like the, the product is a great product. You know, there, there's very, very talented drivers, um, you know, some of the best in the world and, and great events, great tracks. And, and you're right. You know, the Indianapolis 500, massive recognition. Great, right? But there's also 16 other races. So I appreciate your opinion. That That's that's something that is... And, uh, and, and though the Indy 500 is a, is a really rad race to watch and a great city to be in, but the other 16 races are probably, in a lot of cases, way off way more awesome and you know yeah, as far as like yeah hardcore True. racing and tracks and just yeah like you guys you go to some of the raddest tracks you know yeah. in the world you know like i got to do some of those during my emza thing and then you know jumping on the plane and going and driving Jerez and things like that and it's like it's long beach man, road america yeah. you know, like great tracks yeah yeah yeah, yeah no yeah. That, that, so, that's interesting i mean i i, I love to hear that i, I try to get as many people's thoughts on this as possible because it's good to talk about, right? Hey, if we want to make something better, we might as well talk about it. We might as well figure out, hey, as long as we can uh, work together, we all love motor racing. We all want to see, I want to see Supercross be supreme. I want to see IndyCar be supreme. Like, it's all just, it's great because we all, that's where that's how we put food on our table too. <laughs> and I think sometimes, like, I think that we, we struggle. I mean, look at, look at NASCAR, right? Like, you, I, you have a lot of car experience, don't get me wrong, but you can literally last year, zero time and straight into a wide open around Daytona, right? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah, not perfect, but hey, no, let's it was, try it anyway. The, the Which, car was not a perfect, lot of, that's for sure. A lot of migration. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely <laughs> a little rough. And and I think that IndyCar, you kind of just strap anybody into it, or at least they don't, you know? And like, I don't know that you, you can't put there's many tracks I think that you could strap people into it and it would be okay. You know, strapping somebody into an Indy car in Indy is a very different conversation. And I think motocross is the same thing. Like not everybody can just jump in and make it cool. Like it's like, it's yeah. a very niche, uh, sport. So yeah, no, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Well, Chad, I, I can't thank you enough for being on this show. I, I, I have very much enjoyed it. And, um, and yeah, we, we, we can't wait to see the future of the Reed family. We can't wait to see uh, you as, you know, team manager, waving the signs, doing the pit board. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I want to see you changing tires. I, it's going to be, it's gonna be yeah. an, amazing, uh, an amazing journey. So we appreciate you. LCQ League Hall of Fame, Chad Reed, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Are, you. are you racing the first race? No, I'm I'm not full time no. this year, so I'm just at the 500. <laughs> Unless something so happens, there, there was a driver that did break. To, I don't need to go to Tampa. Well, there was a driver that did break their hand today. I was I was maybe I, I'm trying to if there needs to be a substitute, I'm a substitute. So we'll see. There you go. Hey, and that's going to be a go. great case too because that's going to be on my birthday, and so I'm bringing my go. family there for my birthday. <laughs> so you can say, look, it's his birthday. He's at a race. Like that'll work. There you go. Hundred percent. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. All right, Chad. Well, thank you so much, man. Hey, okay. good seeing you guys. Well, there you have another great interview, Chad Reed, uh, CR two two. Um, I I I could not do the deep voice that the Supercross announcer does when he announced Chad Reed. I'll never. I literally will never forget. I wished my voice could be that deep to where I sounded like Optimus Prime, essentially saying Chad Reed's name uh, when he was a Supercross. 
uh, superstar. Uh, fireworks, flames, shooting out everywhere. Uh, so great conversation. Honestly, great race car driver. Who knows? Maybe Chad Reed and I will do the uh, Daytona Rolex 24 at some point together. Uh, he's got the need. He's got the drive for it. Um, maybe we can put some saucers together and go da- Rolex 24 racing together. Who knows? No, I, I think it would be cool. I, I'm just, uh, I, I'm definitely glad to learn more about, uh, yeah. you know, Supercross. Uh, I, I've watched yep. some Supercross. And, racing, uh, not tricks. Yeah. Racing, yeah. not tricks. Yeah, yeah you got For it. For all the people out there in the <laughs> world, okay? Now, I know I was a big MX uh, ATV Unleashed guy growing up. Great game. Mm-hmm. Great game. A lot, great soundtrack. Didn't really get to talk to yes. him about that, but he was also included in a lot of those video games. That's where I knew his name primarily. There you go. I, exactly. It's okay to be Unleashed. honest. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. That's for policy. Sure. So my mom told me. Yeah. So with that, obviously, we, we come to a um, a fantastic segment, which I love that we have uh, intro music for. So here we now have the Ricky Treadway Random Indy 500 Driver of the Week. The greatest event of its kind that's ever been run off. Time now to meet the drivers. So we'll make up the field. All right, well, we've got uh, a great selection this week. And again, we will have our unconfirmed facts from Chase as well. Uh, Chase Holden coming in here with uh, unconfirmed reports um, of the 19th place finisher in the 1938, the 1938 Indy 500. Um, This race was won by Floyd Roberts. Floyd Roberts won this race, uh, but the 19th place finisher... George Connor, George Connor, uh, George Connor won six hundred twenty dollars. It says on the on the prize money sheet. Expend um, now, George Connor. This is an interesting discovery because George Connor, I, I did not know this name, and maybe I needed to know this name. But a lot of Indy five hundreds for George. Um, George Connor was born in nineteen oh six and lived all the way till two thousand one. 94 years old. I'll have what he's uh, had. George Connor. At the time of Connor's death, he was the final surviving driver to have participated in a pre-Second World War championship car event. Like, that's kind of wild. What are, yeah. like, that's a wild deal. Um, and we look at George Connor. You look at his Indianapolis 500 results. He started in 1935. Didn't stop till 1952. Uh, it looks like he tried to make the race... Every single year, except for obviously when the war was going on. So from 1941, 1941, and then his next race was 1946, but he kept going. So 1935, all the way to 1941, and then 1946, all the way to 1952. So uh, highest finish of third in the Indianapolis 500. Uh, Amazing, though. In 14 Indianapolis starts, Connor drove 4,257 miles Without leading a lap, this ranks sixth on the all-time list according to Wikipedia, of course, which might be false. But that's a wild stat. He tried. I feel like I'm I'm gonna be that guy who like uh, 
has led a ton of laps but didn't win yet, but we'll see. Who knows? Yeah. I'm going to win. Look, I'm going to win this year. Yeah, there what's you our, go. What's our unconfirmed fact of George Conner? So, what's our unconfirmed speculative knowledge of George Conner? You know, for the second week in a row, I really just can't believe that that you didn't know this, that, that a lot of people out here listening <laughs> didn't know this because, like, when you said that we were going to be talking about George Conner today, I immediately went to the 19, uh, I think it was the 1949 Indy 500 where he finished third. I went there because, you know, fun fact, uh, you know, there was another, there was another George Connor that did some things in another sport called the uh, the, the National right? Football League. Okay, oh, played for the 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 Chicago Bears. Lots of people don't know this, but look, old George Connor, the race car driver. You know, he he look, he's tried, he tried, he tried, he tried, he tried. His best finish ever, third place. Well, the year before that, okay, this man decided to walk on the Chicago Bears. He got in line. All right, it, walk okay? on. Gets in, tears it up. You know, he had, you know, he knew race season was coming up. Indy, you know, month of May is coming up. You know, I've got to get my head on straight. He had to really embrace the pain. He had to embrace everything that he had out there on the gridiron and bring that over. And that's what allowed him to get that third place finish. Well, when he went to leave, Chicago wasn't really happy about it. So they actually had to replace him with another George Conner that actually came in. Uh, I think it was he went to Notre Dame. And so they were able to smoothly get it done. He went on to do great things, too. No one ever knew on Chicago Bears' side. The fans were happy there. But it helped our guy <laughs> get to that third-place finish. So congrats. Congrats to our George guy, Chris Connor. A man of two I like that. On the gridiron. Hey, a couple the Connors. There you go. So there's our uh, unconfirmed report of George Connor. Uh, but I, 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 I thought that was a great one. A lot of Indy 500s. And the man lived a life. I mean, goodness gracious. Lived all the way. Uh, you know, to 94 years old. So uh, very cool this week to learn about George Conner. Uh, as always, it's one of my favorite segments is learn more about the Indy 500. Love the Indy 500, love the IndyCar series. Uh, and that's another episode. Uh, we've got, I actually don't know who's going to be on with us next week. I don't know yet. This is the first guest where I don't know yet, but right. we're going to figure it out. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, let's keep working on it. Please uh, share this show if you if you enjoyed it. Uh, please subscribe to the YouTube channel, uh, Connor Daily Twenty Two. Uh-huh. Uh, please just uh, let us know. Leave us a rating on the on the podcast rating system. That is apparently very handy. That's very helpful. Yeah. Uh, and, and 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 enjoy it. And and please let us know what you think of the show. Both Chase and I, uh, producer Bobby as well. Uh, we'll see you guys uh, on the next episode next week, where we will be one week closer to IndyCar racing season. And maybe we'll see more clarity on what's going on in the McLaren camp or Dale Coin Racing. Who knows? But thank you for listening. This is a production of Dirty Mo Media. Check out Dirty Mo Media. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dirty Mo. Dirty Mo. Dirty Mo. Dirty Mo.